Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. NORAD, the North American Aerospace Command, I'll set aside the uh, news release. They sent out repeated news releases over the past several days that Russian bombers have been probing North American airspace and in turn were met by F-22 Raptor fighters and on one occasion, I believe, accompanied by Canadian CF-18 fighters. I don't know if those planes could actually keep up with an F-22, but anyway, they went out. So what happens when the U.S. and Canadian fighters have to chase down and confront Russian bombers on the edge of Canadian and or U.S. airspace? We're joined by Laurie Hahn. He's a former RCAF lieutenant colonel and squadron leader of a group of CF-18s in the days when that was state-of-the-art uh, state um, offensive fighter weapon and former conservative member of parliament. Laurie, thank you very much for the time. The Russians are back at it. They'd backed away for years. Uh, well, they did, Roy. I mean, they used to do this a lot back in the uh, quote-unquote old days. And then when they kind of ran out of money for a while, then they backed off. But now, of course, they've got a lot more money, and they're a lot more aggressive, and they're building up their capacity in the Arctic uh, very, very significantly. So they're they're back at it. And uh, you know, we're involved, obviously, along with the with the Americans up in Alaska, um, you know, more and more every day. So so what happens when, the, when, you become, when NORAD becomes aware of the fact that uh, Russian nuclear bombers are fiddling around close to North American airspace, then, so you're the fighter pilot, let's say we put you back in the seat of the uh, of the lead CF-18. I'd love to. And, I'm sorry? I say, I'd love to. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you would. Uh, what What's your role? What do you do? Well, in the first place, the Russians never file flight plans, uh, and they can be up there. It's international airspace. There's no, they're not doing anything illegal. Uh, flight plans would be nice, but we get the system gets queuing from various, you know, intelligence sources as to what they're doing uh, and and where they're coming from and how many and, and showing up and so on. And then if uh, the, the Americans, of course, are based in Alaska, uh, we're not. We have a forward operating location, forward operating base at Inuvik. If we get enough time, then we'll forward deploy CF-18s to Inuvik, and then we'll depending where the airplanes are coming, if they're more on the Alaskan side or our side. We'll either be by ourselves or with the Americans, or the Americans will be by the by themselves. And with uh, air refuelers as necessary, and certainly AWACS, airborne warning control, then we will launch. The Americans will launch, and we will go and and just intercept the uh, the Russian aircraft and just escort them. Now they they've never penetrated our actual airspace. Our airspace is actually only 12 nautical miles off the coast. Our air defense identification zone goes for hundreds of miles outside of that. And that's where we start to take an interest in them. Uh, and we're obligated under the NORAD agreement <clears throat> to identify anybody inside of our ADIS. We can't so, so, but when you, when you get up there, when you, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you've done this. Well, I didn't actually sidle beside an airplane. I was deployed to Gander a couple times because I used to do it off the East Coast as well. Right. Uh, but, you know, our folks have done many intercepts, and I've been involved certainly on the intel and debriefing side of, of that. Okay, so what is the what is the pilot, what does the fighter pilot do, either Canadian or U.S., when you actually, I don't know how close you get to those uh, those you're, Russian bombers. You're flying, you know, relatively close formation. So you can, uh, see, they, you can see each other. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So what's, how, how does the fighter plane, the, the, the American or the Canadian fighter plane, 
or pilot interact with the Russian pilots? Did you talk to them? Well, there are. Uh, I mean, there's there's radio that that can be used. A lot of it's just is just hand signals, and they are the Russians, in my experience and understanding, have always been professional. They haven't done anything stupid, and our folks don't do anything stupid. But they intercept the aircraft through, uh, you know, with the assistance of AWACS and then their own airborne radars and so on. And they'll run intercepts, and there's some sort of set procedures that we use for, you know, who does what, you know, which airplane. Uh, and they'll just fly up alongside. If it's in daytime, obviously it's fairly easy. Uh, they'll, they'll take some pictures. If it's at night, uh, the F-18, I don't know about the F-22, but the F-18 has a night identification light, which is, I think, 600,000 candle power, so it's a fairly strong flashlight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they'll fly up beside the uh, Russian aircraft and shine the light on the tail to take the tail number and that sort of stuff. Okay, so w- one of the reasons I'm asking this is that recently, say in the last year, we've heard about incidents where Russian planes have flown within 30 feet or 50 feet of surface ships. Yep. And there's been complaints that they've also done that with, uh, with uh, AWACS planes, that, they've, that their fighters have been uh, almost rocking these AWAC planes. That's how close they were flying to them. So that doesn't sound very professional to me. That sounds well, like that's not, that sounds like they're they're tr- they're trying to get get something out of somebody. They're trying well, they're to get trying a rise to, out of you. They're, they're playing a, a bit of a, an intimidation game, right? And you know, fighter pilot attitude tends to tends to be that way. Um, but they, I mean, there's been no obviously no collisions or things like that. They're yeah. they're enough to get. You know, when you're a big in a big airplane like a, a transport or AWACS or something, and if a fighter comes close by, I mean, it's going to get your attention. Uh, and you don't have an ejection seat, the fighter does. Uh, but, the, you know, they haven't done anything, you know, stupid enough. You know, there's complaints because you want to register and say, hey, guys, we know what you're doing, we see what you're doing, we don't like it, you know, knock it off. Now, whether they do or not, of course, is up up to them. So uh, it's kind of like the movies. Uh, well, a little bit. I mean, it's, it's not it's not Top Gun. That was uh, that was great cinematography, but it was a complete BS story. You don't fly upside down. Uh, no, there's no canopy to canopy upside down stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, that that that's Tom Cruise stuff. But it's Tom it's Cruise it's interesting to me that they're starting this again. Well, they I mean they are building in the Arctic massively, and their their military capacity in the Arctic is is many times what it used to be, and and ours is not. I mean, ours is standing still or, or going backwards. Yeah. Time to time to replace those uh, those CF-18s, huh? Well, that's another question because the F the Americans, of course, are going to have F-22s and F-35s. Sorry, there's something playing on air in the background or in my headset. Well, in, uh, I, Laura's I headset. can't hear. It. Sorry. Okay. Uh, um, so yeah, we I just heard something that didn't belong there. Okay. So maybe well, maybe maybe they're follow, flying over the top of us. Maybe. Maybe you never know. Those, but, those Russians, but, but they are becoming they are becoming more aggressive and they're becoming well, they're more very, intrusive. Very much, very much. and uh, I mean, it's all you know, sort of sovereignty based and, and resource based. And there's going to be a lot of development in the Arctic, and, and it's not going to slow down. And I mean, for us, you know, right now we're okay with the F-18s, just okay. Uh, but the more the Americans have F-22s and F-35s, until we get F-35, we will not be completely interoperable with with the Americans and with our NORAD partners, which is, a, in my view, a pretty significant yeah. problem for the RCAF and for, for, Can- for Canadian sovereignty. Laurie, always great talking to you. Thank you so much, and thanks for the service to Canada. My pleasure, Roy. Thank you. All the best. Laurie Hahn, who uh, commanded a squadron of CF-18 fighters back when they were state-of-the-art equipment, and the Russians are starting to uh, make their presence known on the uh, fringes, staying on the international side, but on the fringes of North American airspace and uh, 
The Americans have sent up uh, F-22 Raptors to turn them back. And as I said, one of the news releases indicates that CF-18s were also sent up. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.